Good morning, good morning. Today is Monday, the 6th of March. It is currently 50 degrees here in Stockbridge. Supposed to get to a high of 80 today. Uh, Just crazy. Sunny all day, it looks like. Uh, Maybe a little partly cloudy at times. And a few prayer requests. We want to lift up uh, the uh, Orson Shirley. We're having car troubles. Uh, Wade... Uh, his mother-in-law, Jeanette, in the hospital with COVID-related pneumonia. Um, this young girl, Katrina, being reunited with her family. And uh, my old lead mechanic, Rick, uh, the motorcycle accident. And, uh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We just lift these requests up to you, Lord, uh, all of those. We just ask that you be with Orist and Shirley with the car situation that You'd provide uh, everything they need, the right uh, repair shop, that they would get it done, Lord, that you'd provide the uh, uh, resources to pay them. Uh, Lord, Just uh, we just put that in your hand. We lift up uh, Katrina, Lord, this young girl. We just ask that you would use this time to draw them to you, Lord, uh, through this and just reuniting, Lord, and they say regroup, Lord, just mend relationships and draw them close to you through this. Uh, also, uh, Rick, uh, in the hospital, Lord, we just ask uh, same way. I know he knows you, Lord, but it, uh, that you would just use this to just draw him uh, closer to you, Lord. And Father uh, Jeanette, in the hospital, we lift her up, Lord, we just ask for healing, Lord, that you would heal her lungs, uh, the pneumonia, the COVID, Lord, that you would give the doctors wisdom and insight on how to deal with that. My brother Steve, Lord, in the hospital, same thing, Lord, help them to uh, just get back on his feet, Lord, back, uh, and Lord, if he does get sent home, Lord, that he would uh, follow the doctor's orders, Lord, and stay on the right, uh, the medication, and also the the uh, minimal amounts of fluids that they're required to have, Lord, to keep from swelling up. and Lord, it's just a difficult condition to have, so we just ask for your hand in there, Lord. And so, Father, we lift them up to you. The, the retirement situation, Lord, with her birth certificate, Lord, I ask that that would get here, uh, that uh, that would get a, filed promptly, Lord, that everything would get uh, worked out, Lord. Uh, in a in speedily manner, Lord. And so, and again, use this time to draw him, her, both of them back to you, Lord, close to you. Lord, be with us right now as we get into your word. Open our eyes and our hearts, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We ask you to accomplish your will on this earth, Lord. Thank you for providing for us our daily needs, Lord, and forgiving us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, spirits, spiritfulness, a way of life, not merely events. Okay, and so we got uh, Acts chapter 2 and Acts chapter 4, it looks like. We got a couple of chapters, three chapters today. The coming of the Holy Spirit, this is an amazing chapter. 
When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all gathered in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting, and divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. And at this sound, the multitude came together and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and astonished, saying, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each one of us in his own native language? Parthians and Medes, Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians, we hear them telling in our own tongues the mighty works of God, and we are all we and all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, "What does this mean?" But others were mo- others mockingly said, "They are filled with new wine." But Peter, standing with the eleven, lifted up his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give ear to my words. For these people are not drunk, as you suppose, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what was uttered through the prophet Joel. And in the last days it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my male servants and female servants in those days I will pour out my spirit and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, the man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves know, this Jesus delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men. God raised him up, losing the pains of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, that I may not be shaken. Before my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced, my flesh also will dwell in hope, for you will not abandon my soul to Hades, or let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the path of life, and you will make me full of gladness with your presence. Brothers, I may say to you with confidence about the patriarch David that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to to this day. Being therefore a prophet, and knowing that God has sworn with an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants on his throne, he foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of Christ, that he was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption, that Jesus, this Jesus God raised up, and of that we are witnesses, being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured out this that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and 
and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, for the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received this word were baptized, and they were added to that day about 3,000 souls. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And awe came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles, and all who believed were together and had all things in common, and they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as many as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their homes, they received their food with gladness and generous hearts, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to their number day by day those who were being saved. Acts chapter 4. Peter and John before the council is the title. And as they were speaking to the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, greatly annoyed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they arrested them and put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who had heard the word believed, and the number of men came to be came to about 5,000. On the next day, their rulers and elders, scribes, gathered together in Jerusalem with Annas, the high priest, and Caiaphas, and John, and Alexander, and all who were of the high priestly family. And when they had set them in the midst, they inquired, But by what power, by what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, if you are being examined today concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, by what means is this man, by what this mean, by what means this man has been healed, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing before you well. This Jesus is the stone that was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated common men, they were astonished, and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. But seeing the man who was healed standing beside them, they had nothing to say in opposition. But when they had commanded them to leave the council, they conferred with one another, saying, What shall we do with these men? For that is a notable sign for that a notable sign has been performed through them is evident to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But in order that we may spread no further among that it may spread no further among the people let us warn them to speak no more to anyone in this name so they called them and charged them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus but peter and john answered them whether it is right in the sight of god to listen to you rather than to god you must judge for we cannot 
for we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. And when they had further threatened them, they let go of them, finding no way to punish them because of the people, for all were praising God for what had happened. For the man on whom this sign of healing was performed was more than forty years old. When they were released... They went to their friends and reported what the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard it, they lifted up their voices together to God and said, Sovereign Lord, who made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them, who through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said by the Holy Spirit, Why did the Gentiles rage and the people's plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his anointed. For truly in this city there were gathered together against your holy servant, Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your plan has predestined to take place. And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness while you stretch out your hand to heal and signs and wonders and are performed through the names of your Holy Spirit, Jesus, when they had prayed, the place which they were gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. Now the full number of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one said that any of these things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything in common. And with great power, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. There was Not a needy person among them, for as many as were owners of lands or houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. Thus Joseph, who was also called by the apostles Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, a Levite, a native of Cyprus, sold a field that belonged to him and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. In Ephesians... 5, 8, chapter 5, <clears throat> titled Walk in Love. Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children, and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant, fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you, as is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness or foolish talk or crude joking which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure, or who is covetous, that is, an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore do not become partners with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try and discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of the things that they do in secret. But when anything is exposed by the light, it becomes visible. For anything that becomes visible is light. Therefore it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. 
And do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always and for everything to God the God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives. As Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and the two shall become one flesh this mystery is profound and i'm saying that it refers to christ in the church however let each one of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband the spiritfulness a way of life not merely events Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, The place was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Acts 2, 4, and Ephesians 5. When we were born again through faith in Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit came to dwell in our lives from that point, they are after. 1 Corinthians 3.16 After the new birth, our lives may be repeatedly filled to overflowing by the empowering presence of the Spirit. The testimony of the early disciples illustrates this. On the day of Pentecost, the 120 followers of Jesus were filled with the Spirit. Then there appeared to them divided tongues, as of fire, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Subsequently, the Apostle Peter, who was originally filled on Pentecost, was again filled as he stood before the religious hierarchy of Israel. Then Peter, filled with the Spirit, said to them, After this encounter, Peter joined the other disciples for a prayer meeting. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. In this event, those who had been filled Filled with the Spirit at Pentecost were filled a second time. Peter, who had so filled twice before, was filled a third time. Therefore, it is evident that the filling of the Spirit is not a once-for-all-time matter. Furthermore, being filled with the Spirit is not automatic or universal for Christians, as is the indwelling of the Spirit. This fact can be clearly seen in the instruction given in Ephesians 5.18, and do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. Since this is a command and not a description, it only becomes a personal reality to those who respond properly. Additionally, the form of this command contains tremendous insight concerning fullness of the Spirit and God's desire for us. The injunction to 
be filled with the Spirit, is in the present tense, indicating an ongoing condition. It could properly, though awkwardly, be translated, be always being filled. This imperative is called to a way of living, not merely periodic events. It is the will of God that we actually live day by day, more and more, by the fullness of the Spirit's empowering work. We should humbly pray for the fullness of the Holy Spirit as we face each day, each challenge, each opportunity of life. Lord God, of all power and might, I rejoice that your Holy Spirit dwells within my heart. I thank you for those times when your Spirit has worked powerfully upon my life. Help me to see that the fullness of your Spirit is not merely an event-to-event experience, but a lifestyle to be developed. Lord, with great expectation, I humbly seek you now for a fresh, ongoing work of the Holy Spirit in me. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen and amen. May the Lord bless you today. Work a mighty work in and through you.